I am so darn excited. We have Ken Blanchard. Yes, Ken Blanchard on with us today. Have you read the book, The One Minute Manager? Yes, that Ken Blanchard. This guy has sold over 20 million books. So awesome. We're talking to him today on Marketing Mouth. Work, 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 work. It's a rule around here. You work hard, play hard. I have eight different bosses right now. A big pardon? Eight bosses. Eight? Eight, Bob. What if I work late? You work late. But I made the appointment two months ago. I'm here. Fresh off the lips of health marketing experts, this is Marketing Mouths. And now, here's Bill Klaproth. Taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Yeah, baby. Welcome to the Marketing Mouths podcast, episode number five. Many marketing professionals at hospitals are overworked and understaffed, and in the hyper-competitive world of hospital marketing, it can be hard to keep up. So our mission is to bring you marketing, PR, and social media experts, IT pros, and other guests with information and insights to help you stay on top of your game. So excited to have Ken Blanchard with us today. Yes, Ken Blanchard. For decades, millions of managers and Fortune 500 companies and small businesses around the world have followed Ken Blanchard's management methods to increase productivity, job satisfaction, and personal prosperity. Now, in the newly revised edition of Self-Leadership and the One-Minute Manager, gain the mindset and skill set for getting what you need to succeed. It empowers people at every level of an organization to achieve success. And today, Ken is going to share some of those tips with us to apply to your own career and success. Ken, thank you for joining me today. Before we dig in, can you let us in on your personal life? What's fun for you in your off time? Well, I, I love to play golf, and and uh, to me, writing is a lot of fun. So I've been putting out a book a year almost, and, and <laughs> it's uh, a lot of fun for me. And uh, life is a very special occasion. Our company, our kids are doing the heavy lifting, our son and our daughter and Margie's brother, but we're still having a lot of fun. I'm the chief spiritual officer. Well, Ken, in your new book, Self-Leadership and the One-Minute Manager, you give us three tricks of the self-leader. One, challenge assume constraints. Two, activate your points of power. And three, be proactive. Get what you need to succeed. So let's dig right into this. Let's start with number one, challenge assumed constraints. So what are assumed constraints? Assume constraints are really kind of beliefs that you've gotten from the past that somehow say that you can't do or, or can't do certain things. And often they limit you, you know, uh, in terms of what you uh, uh, do. You know, you'll get a kick out of this. I had a number of professors when I was in graduate school said that I couldn't write. So if I wanted to be at the university, <laughs> which I wanted to be, I should be an administrator. So I started off doing that. And then a fellow said to me, Ken, why don't you write a textbook with me? And I said, why not? And uh, and I did. Of course, I sent the book to those fools that didn't know I could write. <laughs> and so, but that's overcoming assumed constraint. I bet you, Bill, there's things you're doing today that you never thought of that you would have done that maybe people said you could, couldn't do. So that's what it is. And, and uh, I mean, look at Stephen Hawkins. If he had assumed because he had a severe physical disability that he wouldn't be able to do much to impact the world and look what he's done in terms of the whole physics area. So Ken, why is it important then for self-leaders to challenge assumed constraints? Well, because they limit you, you know, and you're thinking about what people have told you in the past and it's limiting your present. 
And so I just love the concept. You need to be the CEO of your life. And uh, when you do that, then you don't have to believe all these kind of things. Decide what you want to do and go for it. And you're going to pick up some skills that you need along the way. I love that. So you are steering the ship. That's so good. Okay, Ken, number two, activate your points of power. Tell us, what are your points of power? A lot of people think that the only point of power uh, that people have is position power. And if they don't have that, they're not the boss and they don't have any power. And yet that's really uh, silly. You know, you could have some personal power and I'll give you a, a dean one time that I worked with. He wrote a lot about collaboration, but he didn't do it. Faculty members would go in his office and tell him what he was doing wrong. He'd throw him out. And so I know that having good relations is like money in the bank. If you're going to give somebody feedback, you got to have something in the bank before you can draw it out. Otherwise, you need a gun and a mask. So I decided I need to build some personal power. And I stopped in the hall and I said, George, I know you're a great writer. Could you help me with an article I'm working on? Oh, sure. Went his office. He had flip charts and all. And while we're talking, he says, Ken, what do you think we should do with all these idiots in the, in the school? You know, the big concept was we, you know, because he now saw me as part of his team because I was building some personal power. Another power you can have is knowledge power. You know some things that other people don't know. You could also have some task power, which is you do some things really well that other people don't do. And relationship power is people like to be around you. you know? So the, the five powers are position power, personal power, knowledge, relationship, task. How can a person without a formal title then attain the power to influence decisions and outcomes? Well, I think that's where you need to look at. what 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 is your power base? You know, it might be your personality, you know, and so that's when you go, as I talk about, get to know the dean or somebody in power. You know, where's your power base? Well, I'm really good at doing this. Well, that creates power because people will recognize that, you know. So build your own points of power, even if you don't have position power. But uh, you need to really activate your points of power because it really expands your capability to influence. Right, because we all have power, and you just named those five, position power, personal power, knowledge power, task power, and relationship power. So within there, we all have power somewhere in there, and we should use whatever we have, right, to to influence right, our situation. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. All right, well, number three, Ken, be proactive. Get what you need to succeed. How do we do that? Well, what we do is we tie that into Two, which is a concept that's used around the world. And, and uh, you know, if you're going to be effective, you have to have clear goals. You know, and if you don't have goals, you're not going to be able to accomplish them, obviously. But once you have a goal, you analyze what is your competence, which is your ability and your skills to do that. What is your commitment, your motivation, your confidence to do that? And if you have a task that you're excited about, you know, you're motivated, skills, well, you need direction. You need somebody to, co you know, really kind of help you. Uh, if you uh, know how to do something, but you lack confidence to do it all by yourself, you need some support. You need time with people. And, and uh, sometimes you need both direction and support if you're a little disillusioned, uh, you know, and you've worked on this for a while. And then ideally, if you're a self-directed achiever, you they can delegate to you. But you need to analyze where you are so, you know, it's not only 
different strokes for different folks, different strokes, same folks, different parts <laughs> of the job. So find out where you are in parts of the job and how do you get in a great praise Bill, that we want people to learn is to say, I need. If I say to you, Bill, I need about 10 minutes of your time to talk about something I'm working on. People love to take care of people's needs. It's not so much better than say, what I'd like is, you know, no, I need. That's a great phrase. That's so good. I like how you say that. Analyze where you are and you took that question right out of my mouth because there is a quote in the book that says the two most powerful words to get what you need to succeed are, I need. You know, that's so clear, but I guess a lot of us just don't do that, right? Yes, and I I think that's just so important in all your relationships, whether you're talking about marriage, parenting, you know, working at, at work, you know, what I need, you know, and you can even say as a kid, I, I just need a little quiet right now. I'm just, uh, you know, I think something's true, or I need. I need 10 minutes of your time. I want to, you know, talk to you about something, you know. And so it's powerful. You're right. That phrase can be used in all aspects of your life. So why is self-leadership so important in today's workplace today? Well, I think in the past, the assumption was that managers made all the decisions and, and oversaw people's tasks, you know, telling, telling people what, when, where, and how to do things. But that whole command and control model of leadership in the past is not really suited for today because a number of things are happening, Bill. Number one is because of technology, a lot of operations are decentralized. People are working remote. And also because of the speed of change, a lot of times, you know, people that work for you are going to know more about their job than you do. And of course, particularly in Millennium, they want collaboration. They want to feel like they could bring their brains to work. And so self-leadership is perfect now. And really great companies are realizing that uh, people with, who are self-leaders key to organization success. That's absolutely true. So those are great three tricks of the self-leader. Challenge assumed constraints. Activate your points of power and be proactive. Get what you need to succeed. I love that. Ken, thank you so much for sharing those tips with us. Well, good. I think it's an exciting uh, time. And if people want to learn more about some of the things I've done, I have a website called kenblanchardbooks.com. And they can go on there. And if you're interested in self-leadership, we have a number of things in the area. If you're interested in influencing one person, we got stuff there, teams, organizations, spiritual leadership. I've had a lot of fun over the years, writing on a lot of different topics. And my mother always said, why don't you write a book by yourself? I've only written two by myself, <laughs> one on golf. So many people helped my golf game. I didn't know who to write it with my spiritual journey, but uh, I'm a learner. I think, Bill, if you stop learning, you ought to lie down and let them throw the dirt on you because you're dead. <laughs> I agree with you on that. All right, well, before we let you go, I thank you for your time again. We're going to do the Marketing Mouse Wheel of Questions, the only podcast where you're going to get it. Ken, thank you for um, playing along with me today. All right, Marketing Mouse Wheel of Questions. Grab the wheel and give it a spin. All right, coming to a stop. Question number one, Ken, here we go. If you could have dinner with any famous person, living or dead, who would that be? Well, I think I probably would choose Jesus. I think he was a pretty amazing 
uh, leader. He took 12 incompetent guys and uh, made him into quite a management <laughs> team. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard anybody put it that way. I love that. All right, Ken, let's <laughs> give grab, grab the wheel again and give that thing a spin. Go ahead. All right, coming to a stop. Okay, here we go. What lit your spark for leadership and development? What made you so passionate about it? Well, my dad uh, retired from the Navy as an admiral, and he was an amazing guy. And I won the president of the seventh grade in Nourishell, New York, and I came home and I got all pumped up. And my dad said, Ken, now that you're president, don't ever use your position. Great leaders are great because people respect and trust them, not because they have power. So that was the beginning of him really teaching me about leadership. It was fabulous. I love that quote. That is so cool. Okay, last one. One more time. Grab the wheel and give it a spin. All right. Boom. <laughs> All right. Here it is. It's coming to a stop. Oh, this is a good one. All right, Ken, finish this sentence. Throughout my life, the most important thing I've learned is... I think the most important thing I've learned is that I'm not the center of the universe. <laughs> and uh, I need people to gather around me. I need the, the good Lord on my side. And also, I'm constantly looking for uh, a team around me. And, and uh, you know, my, my mother always said, why don't you write a book by yourself? And I just am a learner. I've written all my books except two with other people. So I, I just love fact that I don't think that I know everything or I'm the mm -hmm. center of the universe. Right. Life is better when you share it with those people you love around you. That's for sure. So good. Ken, thank you again. Once again, the book is Self-Leadership and the One Minute Manager. Ken, once again, tell us, how can we connect with you? I have a website called KenBlanchardBooks.com. Go on that and you can find all the things that I've done and choose a category and find out what, what it's all fun. Really, that uh, sounds so good. And I'm 78. People say, when are you going to stop working? I said, are you kidding me? I'm refiring, not retiring. <laughs> Ken, you're an inspiration. You're inspiring me, darn it. Thank you. That's the message right, we need to hear yourself. today. All right. Thank you, Ken. Have a great day and thank you again. God bless. Thank you. And we're going to put all of Ken's info up on the show notes page at marketingmouths.com. Ken, thank you again, and thank you for listening to the Marketing Mouths podcast brought to you by Dr. Podcasting. Learn more at drpodcasting.com. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.